I can't stop thinking about her. I love her. I knew it the moment I saw you. My everything. Plus, she's she's hot. All right, so back, and we've got three whole-ass episodes to do. I love you, Brooke. I love you. You are wonderful. I love the diversity. We love it. I mean, I cried all episode one. Now, I mean, we love we love it. There's representation. There's conversations happening. There's interesting conversations happening. There's a lot of um, visibility. The conversation, which is, you know, the, the esteemed news outlet, actually reported on The Bachelorette for the first time. Wow. Yeah. So that's a big deal. So the conversation appreciated the conversation. Yes. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad. Well, see, see, this thing. It is, the thing is, I don't want people to be like, but this is the first guys I understand this is fucking monumental I understand I cried it's also my good friend so the conversations amazing but also the conversations that are being had are groundbreaking for primetime television and we fucking love to see it but what am I here for on The Bachelor drama drama and what is there not drama and again like love you Brooke and I, I keep watching Get those ratings up. Like, keep watching. But fuck me. I think what's happening, we've spoken like this when walking in, I think the men are on their best behaviour because the women are there. And then the women are just probably normal. They all seem like normal people. You know what I mean? And like, cool. You know what it's like? It's like we've attended a really nice, interesting dinner party. That's what it's like. Where there are interesting people having good conversations. You're like, wow, that's, yeah, totally. And people are learning things. It's great. It's wonderful. This representation, it's a drug-free party. It's an alcohol-free party. It's someone's, like, Sunday afternoon tea party. And it's interesting. You've got the great bunch of people. Anyway, okay, so episode two, photo shoot date, my favourite, because it's always so bizarre. So Jamie Lee and two randoms, I don't know who they are, are on a New Year's Day pool party because Brooke's birthday is New Year's Day. So it's like cute. But Kurt, Misa, the guy, I've now learned his name is Kurt. He starts like, because he's shirtless, he starts like doing like push-ups and like sit-ups, like pump his muscles up before they go and do the photo shoot. And it's like, this is very year 10 boy about to go to uh, Headed River. Like, this is very like, like he's like pumping, and, he's, like, and then they contour his abs and like it's just like... It's just so iconic. But I do quite like Kurt. He, <laughs> literally, the, the notes that I've written are, this guy starts pumping his muscles by working out. What the fuck? Then they contour his abs. Then, like, three lines down, it's, we find out the man, the previous man's name is Kurt. Like, me just, like, we find out. Like, they haven't told us. So, Brooke is, like, horny and giggly because, obviously, it's, like, what, week two. She hasn't, like, had sex in two weeks. The poor, honestly. Brooke, I get it. She's so cute. We love her. That's it. They put sunscreen on each other. I mean, like, we love my queen. She's like, can you put sunscreen on me? Like, she's like just iconic, like, queen. Anyway, so the producers then put Jess with Conrad. So Jess was the love seat thief, and Conrad is the man that I want to finger me. So I asked Jess, was it actually dramatic in the photo shoot or, like, no? No, honestly, it was just played up. We had a lot of fun with it. There was not any tensions. We'd sort of gotten rid of all of that days before, so no. Yeah, like, and did you have a conversation about it off camera or was it just like it didn't really matter? Because I, I was like laughing about it on the show last week. I was like, what the fuck? Can everyone calm the fuck down? I know, it's a fucking chair. Um, it's, a fu- it's like a fucking Ikea chair. I mean, I love you, Conrad, but Jesus Christ. I mean, he could have stained it, but never mind. Um, That's what I thought. No, honestly, there were parts that weren't shown and we did have a conversation about it and I sort of like apologised because watching it back, looking at like everything, it's like, oh, okay, it means a lot to him, but like, it's, it went on for a little bit long, the whole love seat saga. It was just like, uh, we've, 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 we need another story. Thank you. It's, it's, a, mu- it's a bit much. 
Conrad then says during the date that maybe we've been dating a little while and it's Valentine's Day, so maybe it's uh, time for a proposal. And he, like, gets on one knee and proposes to Brooke and he's like, I'll never forget the way her face looked when I... It's like... <laughs> it's like day three of the mansion. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway... Um, then there's a Halloween shoot. Again, we're now 20 minutes into the episode. Um, Halloween shoot. Okay, so Bo. Remember the photographer Bo, the one that I was like, he's the worst person, the best person in Sydney? So she says he does a lot of posing and pouting and she's worried about he'll, that he'll do the same this time because on the red carpet he was like, mm, mm. And then they cut immediately, obviously, to him just like pouting with his little lips. It's quite funny. It's not that funny, though. Okay, then in this Halloween shoot, one of the guys says it's really exciting that his face is going to be in newspapers all across Australia. Like, this is like, it's almost like he's like, this is my big break. And it's like, they're like, they're going to go in the bin. Like, like. (laughs) Then we have the single, like, you know how there's always the single photo shoot, and there's Holly, uh, and she's at the New Year's Eve ball, and it's very cute. There's like, I literally wrote down, they have a vibe, which is nice, but I get bored when things are nice. So, next. Okay. David is really lovely. Like they're, they're really cute. Like, we quite like David. He is from Disneyland. So, duh. And they're like a little walk. It's really cute. They little blue mountains. They got a helicopter. Classic first date vibes. And they, like, dangle off the edge of a cliff and have, like, a... I don't know if it's a picnic, but, like, a time. Brooke's like, what are your last relationships like? He's like, yeah, I like... I don't know. Like, I guess I just haven't, like, found someone that I really clicked with, like, until now. Like... Blah, 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 blah. And then I was thinking about that. So the dangling off a cliff, like it actually looks really scary. And then I'm thinking about like how someone once told me the world was going to show. No, there's some, uh, then I thought someone told me that like on The Bachelor, the reason why you fall in love is because they make you do all these adrenalines. And then adrenaline, like, have you heard? Did you know about this? I think it makes sense to me. I haven't heard about it. It like triggers, again, no chemistry in me. I don't really care. Um, But someone said that like, someone's like, it like triggers oxytocin. <laughs> Or dopamine or something. No, I'm just laughing because there's so many times that you're talking and you're like, don't DM me chemists. Yeah. Don't DM me, you know, fucking chiropractors. Because they like- do. I uploaded a fucking, side note, I uploaded a fucking TikTok last night and someone called me a MILF and I was like, hey guys, I'm 26, not a MILF. And everyone, all these fucking Gen Zs are commenting, bestie, it's the makeup. Tell me you've never worked in TV before. Like, it's TV makeup, right? Which is like the heaviest shit. Like, 1500 anyway. layers, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's what's happening here because he's like, I've never felt like an instant connection and Brooke is amazing. But if you haven't felt an instant connection this entire time and suddenly when you're dangling off a cliff, maybe it's the adrenaline. does make it insincere though. And I think that they do really like each other. But I think it's just like, I just wanted to add that little tidbit of my chemist fact. Anyway, they kiss, they go to Rose, cocktail party next. So they have some like weird like order as everyone like, oh, like, I think because these people haven't spoken to her that they should do it. I think because it's, and it's like, it never works. Just let people like, just let there be a free for all. Like it's too stressful. People get offended. And then David pulls her aside for a chat and everyone's like, whoa, David, how could you? It's like. He likes her. Like, I don't know. Like, let, he literally is here for no one Like for no one else. He obviously really likes her. Everyone calm down. But I would like to note that when I did shit like this in the mansion, that I, all the media was like, oh, it's crazy. Like, David is being crucified for checks notes liking Brooke. When I did this, it was Regina George, Amy Chatfield, fucking stepping on toes. And it's like, I just only liked Matt. Anyway. <sighs> um. Then Emily... 
Emily says, and I'm sorry to bring it up again, but Emily says that's pretty muggy. Well, it's an English thing, but that's like, it's muggy. It's so muggy. But she's like upset that David has taken Brooke for a chat despite the fact he has a rose. And I know that this is the point of the show, but it's like they act like it's just like a token to get through to the next level, which it, I guess it literally is. But but he still wants to get her to know her more, like leave him alone. Like, yeah, I guess it's shitty, but she also has the ability to cut off the conversation if she wants to. She likes him. Let them explore that. She will get to you eventually. He's not going to get the next single date. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's going to be spread around. Give the woman agency. Yeah, it, hot. Exactly. So true, Lamb. Anyway, and then Holly and Brooke chat. So Holly was the one that was doing the single, the photo shoot where she was by herself with Brooke. And they're, like, like really cute. I would say I see something more than with David. I'm sorry, David. But, like, I don't know. They're just, like, and even Jamie Lee is, like, I'm watching it from afar and, like, I should be jealous, but I'm just kind of, like, in awe of how much they like each other. Like, they're, like, and Holly, like, touches her shoulder, like, and not in, like, a sexual way, in, like, a calming way. Like, just, like, it's touch. You can see, like, it's it's out of, it's, like, out of focus. But you can see her touching her shoulder and it's just, like, pussy was wet. <laughs> So it was beautiful. And then Brooke gave her a rose during the cocktail party. So then Emily has a go at David for cutting in and said that it was just painful. Babes, you go and talk to Brooke. Like, it's not like he's used up the entire cocktail party like VJJ could last time. Like, love you, VJJ. Like, I just don't know. It's like, just chill. Like, I haven't seen Emily talk to Brooke once. You know what I mean? She's like, okay, you can't talk to her. You can't talk to her. But I'm like, babes, where's your cutting in? You get the gusto. You can't talk to her. Anyway, so then we have episode three, and it's Holly's single date. They are so cute, and they're, like, really nervous around each other. They're really, like, giddy. I don't know. I really like it. And then this, they get in a convertible, like a red, like, random car. No car heads, DM me. I'm fucking, I'm like... <laughs> Um, okay, so they're driving this convertible around and the continuity is not working. I don't know if it was meant to be, but like, so they have like the wide shots of them driving through like a field and like kind of like country New South Wales kind of vibes. But then when the shots are in the car of them talking, they're driving around like outer suburban streets like with like it looks like my street where I grew up like it's just like those like brick single level with like a cream roller door like it just it made me piss myself because I was like this is just not like bachelor energy anyway they go dancing and fun fact the dance instructor Jared who is also on Dancing with the Stars was at my housewarming kind of wanted to sleep with him but he has a girlfriend now as I learned after I looked at his Instagram after I saw his episode I was like, oh, that's right, because that was so long ago before the lockdowns and everything. I'm like, I did want to sleep with him, didn't I? Sorry, Jared. I mean, not sorry, Jared. He's already in a very happy relationship, it looks. Happy for you, Jared. You know, bless him. Oh, and he tried to teach me how to dance in my house, and I was too drunk, so he gave up. So Brooke's like, oh, I'm really bad at dancing, but after a few wines, I think I'm good, but I'm actually bad. And I'd like to confirm she is really good at dancing, and she's the most fun person to go out with. Not like she wouldn't do like a salsa, you know what I mean? But she like just loves a boogie and loves a dance. So Brooke, stop lying to the public. You are good at dancing, but again, only after a few wines. I can't imagine you sober doing it. So, okay, now this is the conversation. We love this. This is the conversation that we love. So, 
the whole thing is fucking great. So they had a conversation about sexuality and coming out. So Holly basically is saying that she didn't feel the need to come out ever. She was with a guy from when she was 18 or 19 for a long time. They broke up and then she just was like to, I think her family, she was like, yeah, I'm going to date with a girl. And it wasn't like a big reveal, which we love. Isn't that how life should be, Lem? I agree. Just- 100%. Anyways, coming out is a Western concept. So. Oh, can you explain that? Well, I think that the idea of coming out as like a moment from like a cupboard or wherever you mm. are is not an idea that's adopted as much in the East. The concept is more gradual. It's more of a process. It's more of a journey. Right. It's more like people will take time to accept it. It's not a split moment thing. So there, we don't even have the language to describe it as such. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like there's no synonym for it in Arabic coming out. Oh, right. There's not, nothing at all. Nothing. No. Wow. Just like there isn't for a vagina. I'm joking. I'm just kidding. Me? (laughs) I'm like, how did you learn, Lem? (laughs) (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Lem's a lesbian, by the way, before anyone... uh, Yeah, I just learned with my tongue. (laughs) My nipples are hot, stop it. Um, And Lem's boobies are out as well, so it's very... They're out! They're fucking out. I love it. So she's talking about, as well, how people don't think she's bi because she hasn't had a girlfriend. And that's how I feel. Because it's like, people like, first of all, I haven't dated anyone in like 20 months, like almost two years. And it's like, I've only been like out and also out of a dating contract from a TV show for that time. People are like, yeah, they had a girlfriend. So it's like, I haven't had a boyfriend either for that long. I haven't had anyone for that long. Um, and she's only had her one big relationship, I think, from what I gathered from the conversation. So people, she said people feel like she isn't bi enough and she just, um, like people question her sexuality a lot, which I get. And I, I loved that bi erasure conversation. I think it's such an important one to have. And then in another iconic moment, uh, Brooke mentions her non-binary and trans friends, like super casually, not like this big, like, again, like secret, like how we were saying in episode one, how there, it was just like, yep, she's indigenous. Yep, she's bi. And then it was like, yep, tick, 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 tick. like, it was just, it's not like it's a big, like, have you heard of trans people? You know what I mean? Like, it was like, yeah, my, tra-, she's like, my trans friends and my non-binary friends. She's talking about how, like, gender is fluid and how, you know, what, she's like, what's down there doesn't matter or whatever. She was like, it was very, it was, it was, it was great. I loved it. And they were so cute. So I was crying because they were, they were really cute. And whenever there's like a lesbian moment, I cry on this show. So that was beautiful. And yeah, she gets a rose and like, it's just like nice. And I think I'm feeling the most chemistry between them thus far, but time will tell. So then there's a group date and they have this like bungee cord inflatable jumpy castle thing. It's like a hexagon and they have to like attach themselves with bungee cord to the outside. And there's like a big like bucket in the middle where they have like heart, like plush hearts about like, the size of my head. And you have to get three hearts and put them into a bucket. Fun. And so they're trying to get rid of half of them and then like they're trying to not get rid of them. It's not a squid game. Like they're trying to like count out half of them and then... They have, like, love hearts with strings attached to Brooke's love heart with strings, like heart strings. Ah. And you ha- it's a compatibility question. And if you get it right, if you get the same answer as Brooke, you get to cut someone else's heart strings. That's cool. It is cool. Revenge. But David is in it as well as – and every- David has a target on his back because he's got the most time, you know, and because she obviously likes him the most at this point. And Emily, who was upset about him cutting in at the cocktail party – if we cast our minds back, she's in it as well. So she's like all eyes on David, like get him out, get him out, get him out. 
So now they're all like obsessed with David, won't talking about him, and I'm like, you guys are playing yourselves twofold because Brooke's gonna feel sorry for him, and also he's gonna get the biggest following now. I'm most at time. So well done, guys. So uh, Brooke then pulls David aside and is like, I noticed you're getting ganged up on, so I wanted to talk to you again tonight to give you some more time to reassure you. Well done, Brooke. Ha 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 to everyone else. The main lesson here is basically just don't like bully people in front of someone that you're trying to impress. Um, it makes you look ridiculous. And you might think, ha ha, but it doesn't work that way. So then someone who unfortunately hasn't gotten much airtime, Ritu, she goes home. Now, I saw her sister's TikTok and I wish I could find it. I've tried this morning to find it, couldn't. But she was speaking about how she wanted to go on the show to have representation for the Indian queer community and people of colour who are queer as well. And so I thought I'd ask Rito about that. We had a little chat. Yeah, look, I'm I'm happy that I got a chance to go onto the show and put my face out there in the first place. Now that I have a platform and Twitter enjoyed seeing me so much and so many South Asian people were happy to see me on the show, you know, I feel like I... I I want to use that voice for something, whether it's on, you know, TikTok or Instagram. People know now. People know that I'm a brown girl who is gay. So it's like. <laughs> Sorry, our producer, Len, is like. Eh. Me. It's Woo! also Len. <laughs> <laughs> it. We love it. You want to hear it? I'm here. So I put myself out there a little bit. So let's just see where I can go with it. All right. Episode four. Now, this went for 74 minutes. But it's okay because we start off with Conrad single date. Now, could Conrad gaslight me? Maybe. If Conrad gets dumped, am I going to request an in-person interview? Interview? Interview. <laughs> so, Kath, <laughs> she's one of my best friends. Oh, fuck. So, we're currently fighting over Conrad because I mentioned to her last time, I was like, hey, babe, because she's like – she's very very gay and I'm like babe are you still like claiming to be straight or like are you gonna like what's going on and she was like no like I still am I was like okay whatever also she's not claiming to be straight before anyone comes my dms are you still gonna be by and she's like no like he's she's like he's like the hottest thing he's got this little I know this is so it's such an easy get for me and it's so cliche but he's got like little like things on his nails like little like smiley I know it's so it's so like soft boy it's cute. He's cute. I like him. I want him. Now, I said this earlier, but I don't want him to I don't have sex with him. I just want him to finger me while he kisses me. Very interesting. Isn't that Have you ever ha- I've never had that with someone thinking I just want you to finger me, ag- not even aggressively. I don't know. It's he's just like it's like he makes you feel safe. Like I don't know, like he just but again, I've been tricked before. I've been tricked before. Kieran's dot. Anyway, they do like a little self, they're on a motorbike, he rides, it's very cute. They do a self-care day, which is like gorgeous. And then I wrote, oh, I want him to take care of me. He says, I'm an onion and there's layers to me, so let's get cooking. What? (laughs) So they massage each other, super hot. I would be so wet. And then when he massages her, speaking of messages from Conrad, he goes, oh, I could do this all day. Like, I know I'm putting on this voice him. It's not how he speaks. But, like, please do it all day. Like, come on, please. He says he doesn't fit in at work because Brooke's like, I feel like you're not like a typical trader. I usually go for like an alpha, but you're a bit different to that. And he's like, yeah, I don't really fit in at work. I don't, I'm not like the typical trader. Like, I talk about my feelings and I like, you know, I like 
don't have my iced coffee in my pie. Like, I'm just like, I just like the work, but I'm like, I want him to be my love seat. (laughs) And that is the title of the show, ladies and gentlemen. They're really cute. And honestly, you know how I said that I think Holly and Brooke have the most chemistry? I now think that they have the most chemistry. Like, it, like it's really Brooke, – Brooke at the intimacy, so intimacy is a thing afterwards, at the wine and cheese moment. She starts – she's crying. She's like, I've had the best day ever. I've, like, I feel so vulnerable and, like, happy and open. She's crying. Babe, I love it. I'm obsessed. I really like it. And because he is different for the, for the guy she usually goes for. She usually goes for, like – um, like really nice guys who are like rugby players or like PTs or like, and he is, I guess, in that kind of category being a tradie, but he is really in touch with like his like sensitive side and like he likes self-care and he said that he's always felt that way and he, he always was a little bit like outcast. He just, do I hope he wins? No, sorry, I don't. Now, Conrad does say, I feel like I've just found my forever partner. Do you think that's like he means it or is it just something he's throwing? No, I think he means it, but I think he's just anxiously attached like me. I'm like, I'm like king. I'm like literally me after hanging out with Matt once. I'm like, eh, like, and on the show. So like, bless him. He's just so sweet. All right. They do some like go-karting. Honestly, I was in the other room getting this outfit picked out for today. So I'm not sure what happened. But Carissa got a rose. Okay. I think they were go-karting. There was laundry being folded. Again, a lot of joining shots. Like, I don't need to see the go-kart go around the cart, the the track. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's what go-karts do. They go. But Carissa gets extra time. Now, Carissa is uh, one of my faves. She's the one that did the rainbow turtle thing at the start. Um, Really sweet. We like her. But she Brooke asks her, you know, like, what are you looking for in a partner? And she says, the first thing I look for is someone that's genuine. And I just don't know <laughs> how can you look. Doesn't everyone appear genuine? And if someone if someone's being disingenuous, then like, isn't that their genuine self? <laughs> and also, if someone's like a truly a narcissist, you're not going to spot that for a while, babes. If they aren't genuine, you aren't going to notice for a very long time. But I like the sentiment because she's really sweet. We love her. He's like, you haven't really spoken to me. I feel like night one, it was like really good they had a little like spark when we first met but we haven't really had chats afterwards and I feel like you don't I don't even know if you like me because it's like oh fuck like no like I do um I guess I'm just I know what she said I think she said she's just like a bit nervous or something and Brooke's like I get that I'm like point in the show like oh. and then they kiss and Brooke says she's a bit confused because when they kissed she didn't feel chemistry Ooh. Not good. No. Lim's <laughs> face. No. Like, not good. It's happened to me before. I'm not saying that it hasn't. Well, <laughs> but... you've like G'd something up and you kiss someone and you're like, there's nothing yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I can feel nothing. You're just skin. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're nothing but skin to Lim. That poor, who are you thinking of? That poor well, person. it was a man, so maybe that was the problem. <laughs> maybe that's why they were just skin to you. Nothing but skin. Anyway, I really like Carissa and I hope that they can, like, I don't know if it's because, I don't know, maybe they were tired from the go-karting. Who knows? Now there's a cocktail party. Everyone's like, oh, I need more time. I need more time. Kurt's freaking out. He's like, I'm not, I'm going to go home. Kurt's the one that did the push-ups earlier. I quite like him. He's, <laughs> it's a bit weird. And then four new people arrive. Intruders. 
which you'd hope so because there were only 16 people to start out with, babe. So, like, hurry up. Osha comes in. He's like, Brooke, four more people. Brooke's like, ah, there are four people. Lovely girl named Millie, PT from Sydney. There is a guy, I think his name was Will, seems lovely. Kurt, when he works in, Kurt goes, do you reckon I've got heart in him? Or, like, Kurt's like, do you reckon, yeah. Yeah, like, all Kurt cares about is being the tallest person with the most puffed up muscles, I guess. Bless him. I really like, he's like a bit... <laughs> endearing? Yeah, that's what it is. He's really endearing. He's like a... Yeah, he is endearing. Bless him. And then there's a girl couldn't tell you her name but she brings a key because she's like oh that thing about lesbians moving in together on the first date funny cute on a cute keyring and then everyone's intimidated but really sweet and then there's a guy called luca finishes off in a man bun like a slick man bun um which we love everyone's like oh my god we're so intimidated by him but like he seems like i would meet him at mateo in double bay white pants he would wear white pants white chinos a lot of white pants and like a blue a light blue top you know what i mean like all like and he seems like he's like he's quite good look yeah okay but i think he's like the villain now but i'm like i don't give a shit and the reason why he's the villain is yet again because he wants to cut in and it's like jesus fucking christ i don't care that's the whole point of a cocktail party so Carissa, who we, I, I think it was Carissa. Again, guys, I was getting ready. <laughs> I think it was Carissa. I'm pretty sure it was. I think she had a rose. And she tries to like stop Luca. And also, I'm sorry, Chris, if it wasn't you. Someone tries to stop Luca from grabbing Brooke for a chat. She's like, I don't think you should do it. She's like, yeah, like I just don't want him to get more time with her because he's already had time with her in the intro, like in like the, and he's like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. So whatever. And he goes and interrupts Kurt. And Kurt's there saying to Brooke, after every group date, I've, like, written down, like... Also, again, this isn't how he talks. It's just funny to put it this way. Yeah, after every group date, I've, like, written down, like, all the things that I like about you. And, yeah, so now I'm going to let you know. It's, like, it's actually really cute. And he's, like... <laughs> he's, like, yeah, you really aren't going. And it's, like, she's the lead of a TV show. She's, of course she is. She's literally got cast as the lead of a television show. Yep. She isn't shy. That would be bizarre. But bless him. Like, again, we love him. So Luca goes and cuts in, tries to cut in. They're like, give me a few minutes. He's telling her about all the group date things. He goes back out. He's like, yeah, then I waited a few minutes and I was like starting to freak out. So then he went in again after five minutes later. And the first time I was like, oh, whatever. Like, do your thing. Second time I was like, babe, calm the fuck down. Like, they're not going to end the cocktail party. Like, when she spoke to three people. When, they, when there were four new people there. I don't know. It's like I. It's like kind of annoying, but I get. He's like, I'm here for Brooke, like whatever. And Brooke likes that because Brooke wants someone to like really be coming for her because she knows how hard it is in this situation. So she's like, no, fuck this. It's the point of the show. So I know, and what we've seen on the show as well is that Brooke wants people to fucking comfort, like not comfort, like like come and want to be around her. Carissa is just like getting like a like a bit upset about it, and she's like, yeah, the whole interrupting thing because Brooke just told her that she hasn't been forward enough and then she's seeing Luca be forward and well he's gotten time with her now so she's like I know what the right thing to do is it's not in my nature to do this which is like a hard dilemma because it's like it isn't a normal situation and she's like I know what the best strategy is and someone unsure who says um that uh, that isn't a right way which is true but also Brooks literally told you I want you to come find me so I know and then again with this rose thing she's like um well I've got a rose so it doesn't matter it's like 
not that it's matter. She's she was like, I've got a rose, so I feel okay. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but then there's another rose ceremony in two days, so you need to like build relationships, like foundation. Think ahead. Yeah. Use your prefrontal cortex. <laughs> That's snarled, is it? Anyway, four of them go home. <laughs> That's it? That's it. Anyway, love you guys. Um, I guess see you next week. Bye. 